Podcast Answer Man, episode number 423. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hey everybody, this is Gary Vaynerchuk, and you're listening to the Podcast Answer Man. Well, hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Podcast Answer Man. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft, and this, my friends, is the podcast devoted to helping you take your message, your business, and your life to the next level. That's right, my friends. It does not matter if you are brand new to this online content creating world we live in, or if you've been creating content for many years, there's something we can all do to take everything we do in life to the next level. And well, my friends, one thing that Google is doing to take things in the world of podcasting to the next level is going back to supporting podcasting. If you haven't heard the news, it is all around the podcasting community. It seems to be everybody's talking about it now. Uh, But I just wanted to share with you some very important details related to what I think is probably the biggest news in podcasting for 2015, coming in here right at the end of the year. This is huge. All right. So many people know that Apple has been really the primary supporter and embracing company as far as a big technology company of podcasting. And really has dominated the field as far as the go-to place or the go-to source for all things related to podcasting. If you're in the if you have a podcast, chances are most podcasts are found in the iTunes or Apple's podcast directory. And Microsoft has had some support for podcasting in a you know a while back. They had the Zoom player and then they had the Zoom podcast directory. Then it was supposedly a part of Microsoft's music program, but then, you know, their support for podcasting has always been a little iffy at best. Their podcast directory has never been something that has been producer-friendly whatsoever, and even today, where does podcasting stand in Microsoft? I just really don't know anybody that has a good, clear answer for that, and and honestly, at this point, I don't think Microsoft is even worth worrying about when it comes to podcasting unless they become very clear on a podcasting strategy and develop their own podcast directory. And I really do hope one day that will happen. Now, when it comes to Google, Google had a application, had an application for Android back in the early days of Android. They had this app called Google Listen. And Google Listen was primarily a podcasting application. And I know that a lot of people got really upset and a lot of podcasters got very nervous when Google pretty much just dropped Google Listen. They, they no longer uh, put the app in their, in their store for people to use anymore. And, and that left a lot of people really concerned about what does Google think about podcasting. And I know that Google also owns a very popular service for many podcasters, including myself and pretty much anybody I've helped uh, learn how to podcast over the last 10 years. Uh, they, they own this service and purchase this service called FeedBurner, which is not just for podcasters, but it's also for bloggers as well. 
And boy, when when Google no longer supported Google Listen and when they shut down Google Reader, they were really concerned about FeedBurner going away. And they said, you know, it just seems like that's just going to, it's an inevitable thing. And of course, I'm like, well, it, it, if it happens, we'll deal with it when that bridge comes. But uh, at this point, there are still a lot of reasons why I like to use FeedBurner. And and there's a, certainly uh, some pretty significant reasons why as a coach and consultant that I still teach the use of FeedBurner. Um, although I still you know, obviously there are some limitations there. But anyway, here's the deal. Google is now fully embracing podcast and not just giving us an app, but giving us a full-blown Google podcast directory inside of something that they have called Google Play Music. So let me see if I can break this all down for you. By the way, I want to say a special thank you to Elsie Escobar and Rob Walsh from Libsyn or Liberated Syndication. Uh, Libsyn has a podcast called The Feed and this past week they released an episode where Rob Walsh had sat down with the person who's really behind what's going on with the adoption of podcasting in Google Play Music. Great episode. Go check it out. It's called The Feed by Libsyn. Go check that out. But if you want, I'm going to break down what I've learned from that interview Uh, and also what I've learned from the documentation that has been provided by uh, Google themselves and even from my own process of submitting several of my own podcasts to the Google Play uh, podcast portal. So where do I want to begin? First and foremost, what is Google Play Music? And what I've learned so far is that Google Play Music is a platform that is made up of several different components. First of all, they have, kind of like Spotify, they have a free streaming music service. They also have a paid music streaming service so that probably you can get it without ads. Um, They also have a store. uh, And by the way, I I have Apple Music is what I use. Used to be Beats, but now it's Apple Music and I actually like Apple Music a whole lot. I really enjoyed Beats and I used to be a Spotify subscriber, but Uh, Just like Apple, Apple has a paid streaming service. I don't think they have a free service except for the fact that you can sign up for the first three months for free to kind of do a trial period. But uh, Apple also has a store where you can go in and buy and own that music so that you're not quote-unquote renting access to it on a monthly basis. And also the fact that there's a store with Apple Music and Google Play Music is nice because not every artist out there or every record label out there has made their particular music available for the streaming services. And so there are some music items that you can't stream through any service. And so therefore, if you want to listen to them in such a platform, you'll need to buy and own that and play it. So Google Play has a free streaming audio service for music. They have a paid streaming music service, and they have a store that allows you to purchase and own music that you buy through that digital means. Then also, Google Play Music has what they call a locker service, and this is a service that would allow you to store any MP3 file that you have in your own possession, and you can upload that to the cloud to be delivered to you via the Google Play Music servers, via Uh, many different platforms, which I'll talk about in just a moment. Anyway, this Google Play Music Locker service 
is free for up to the first 50,000 MP3 files that you own. So you can sign up for Google Play Music and upload up to 50,000 MP3 files. And once you upload them into your locker with Google Play Music, then anywhere you can access that service, you can access all of those MP3 files. I think that's pretty cool. Anyway, and now Google Play Music is getting ready to fully embrace podcasting in a major way and making it a key, critical, integrated component of this massive Google Play Music, which, by the way, it has a ton of subscribers. It, it, it is incredibly awesome that this is happening, and I'm so excited about it. Also, let's talk about Google Play being cross-platform. So, uh, first of all, Google Play Music is available on Android devices. That would include all the phones and the uh, tablets out there. It all, Google Play Music is also available via the web. Google Play Music is also available on iOS. So, we can do that, have Google Play Music on our iPhones or iPads. And also, Google Play Music is available on another of, of other what they call various consumer electronic devices. Now, once podcasts do become fully integrated into the uh, Google Play Music system, then podcasts will be available in all of those platforms as well. Now, that's not going to happen all at once, it, but the objective is that it will roll out to everything. So, from what I understand is that it, the very first place that Google are, is going to introduce podcasts is on the Android version of the app. And then shortly after that, it'll roll out to the iOS and web versions of Google Play Music. So it is coming. It, it's going to be a rollout. But hey, this is big news. This is exciting stuff. Now, something else as far as the identity of Google Play Music, and one of their things that they consider to be their unique selling proposition is that Google Play Music's goal is to help curate audio content for people to serve them just the right thing for them to listen to based upon what they are either currently doing or what mood they happen to be in. Uh, And of course, they have this major... uh, I guess what you could say, an audio recommendation system. And they try to ask you, you know, what mood are you in? You know, I'm getting ready to work out. They, I think he, the guy joked around about, you know, I'm, I'm looking at pictures of ex-girlfriends. You know, what mood are you in? And they'll try to find music for you that will, that will fit that exact situation at that exact moment. And so they're curating the right music for the right time. Um, now imagine this, I'm in the mood to learn something new. I'm in the mood to laugh. I'm in the mood to get lost in a story. Those are going to be options for people to click on. And there's going to be content that the, the, the curators there at Google will curate and, and try to recommend podcasts to fit into those cat, some of those categories as well. And, and I love the statement that the guy said from Google on Rob's podcast or in the interview that Rob Walsh did with him. He said, you know, here's the deal. What we're trying to do, we want to get to the place where we're serving people who didn't know that they wanted a podcast, just the right podcast at just the right time. I think that's interesting. Personally, uh, I, I do I think that that's going to introduce some new people who are using Google Play Music as a service, have no idea who podcasts 
or what podcasts are, is it going to all of a sudden start to introduce them to the world of podcasts? Yes, I do think that that's going to happen, and I think that's pretty interesting. Um, How big of a deal that will be, I don't know. I do know that with Apple Music, I do use their uh, curated playlist quite a bit for, for the discovery of new music. And so, I, yeah, I think that's a significant deal, and I think it's something to be excited about. But more important than that is the the way that um, Apple, or I'm sorry, Google is going to be introducing the podcast as a podcast directory. So let, let's go ahead and ask the big question here. How will podcasting be integrated into Google Music? And here's what he says. He says, first of all, it is built right into the service. Um, the one thing you will be able to do if you know the name of a podcast or if you know maybe a keyword like, I don't know, uh, wooden boats, uh, you will be able to go in and search the directory for a podcast. You'll be able to specifically search for a podcast that you happen to be looking for. So just like in the podcast app or the podcast directory by Apple, you will be able to search for a podcast. That is awesome. I also know from hearing these uh, this information that you will be able to browse podcasts by category. Now, I've heard that they're using the same main categories that iTunes is using, but I've also heard that they will not be using or including subcategories. So, for example, my podcast, this podcast right here, Podcast Answer Man, is in the business main category of iTunes. However, I happen to be in the subcategory of management and marketing. And I know my friend Dan Miller is in careers, although I think careers might be in a different category than business. I can't remember, but anyway, you get the idea. Well, I will show up because my RSS feed is programmed and set up as business category. I will show up in the business category in Google Play Music for podcasts. However, it won't be broken down into management and marketing, which is no big deal. It's cool. But uh, just thought I'd bring that information to light there for you. And of course, Google will also integrate podcasts into those audio recommendations uh, or curated lists for different people's moods and stuff like that that they might want to uh, check out and play around with for discovery purposes. And not even knowing that they're about ready to discover a podcast for the first time, I think that's pretty awesome. All right, so the next big question is how do we podcast producers get our podcast into the Google Play Music podcast directory? Boy, that's a mouthful. Anyway, uh, first of all, they Google has created a podcast portal. And in fact, I already think this is a better sit- setup than what iTunes is giving us. Uh, it's a little bit more like what you're used to with Stitcher, and I think it's even a little bit better uh, and, ease, and and more thought out already than Stitcher's podcast portal, personally. But uh, anyway, so so I'm a little bit excited about the the fact that they give us a portal. Uh, at this time, uh, basically to add a new podcast to the Google Play Music podcast portal, you do need to be located in the United States. Now, I know that that is going to bother probably about 45 to 50% of my audience because you're outside of the United States. And yes, to add a new podcast to the Google Play podcast music podcast portal, you have to be in the United States. They will eventually roll it out, but they're starting in the U.S. only. I know, that's kind of a stinger. 
Uh, I mean, the guys over at Google should know that the podcasting is a global phenomenon, and and starting with only the U.S. I think is is a little short sighted. But I'm not a software company, and I don't know what it takes to roll it out into all of the different countries. I know that iTunes actually has a different podcast directory for each of the store. Or, well, actually, they have the same directory, but I don't know. It, it, it's confusing. I know there are different stores for podcasts or for for iTunes in all the different countries or most of the different countries. Anyway, U.S. only at first, just so you know. So assuming that you are a podcast producer in the United States and you want to submit your podcast to the podcast portal over at Google, you go to g.co slash podcast portal. Now, that's might be hard to remember. It's it's very short, but it's g for Google, dot co instead of dot com. So g.co slash podcast portal. If you want, you can just go to podcastanswerman.com slash submit Google. All right, podcastanswerman.com slash submit Google. And that will get you right into their podcast portal. Now, as far as submitting a podcast, it is actually a pretty simple process. Number one, you click add a podcast. Number two, you're going to click the little thing to accept the terms of service. Number three, you're just simply going to paste your RSS feed that you already have for your podcast right into a little box and hit submit. They'll verify the ownership of your feed based upon the email address that's located in that RSS feed. Now, my email address is the same as my Google account, so it was pretty much automatically verified as soon as I've signed in. However, I believe that if your email address is not associated with your Google uh, account, then you'll probably get an email and you'll click a link to confirm it and then you'll come back to the portal and then you'll be able to move forward. Once you've verified the ownership of your feed in step four, the next step is that you'll click the publish button. And actually what you're doing is you're publishing it to their system and then it'll be set up as pending review. And then once they've reviewed your podcast and approved it, you'll get an email letting you know that you've been approved. And now at this point, if you have more podcasts, you can actually add more podcasts. In fact, one of the things I love about the fact that they give us a podcast portal is that you actually see a list of all of your podcasts there. And I've submitted a s- several of my podcasts in there. Certainly, Podcast Answer Man has been submitted, Pursuing a Balanced Life, Family from the Heart, and a couple other uh, of my other shows have been in there. Uh, and they're already approved and they're listed as live. But will they show up right now anywhere? I'll talk about that in just a second. A couple quick things about submitting your podcast. First of all, uh, there are very few, but there are a couple required tags in your RSS feed. Number one, you have to have a title tag. That's same with iTunes. So you have to have a title for your podcast. It has to be in the tag. You also have to have an author tag and an email tag. Those are the three required tags. Now, they do support iTunes colon author and iTunes colon email. And, you know, of course, they also have their own tags called Google Play colon author, Google Play colon email. Not a big deal. I think that uh, either one is going to be fine. And if you're already iTunes compatible with your RSS feed, the cool thing is Google just makes it work and it does work. Now, your podcast artwork has to be a minimum of 600 by 600 pixels. Now, if you have 1400 by 1400 artwork in your RSS feed for iTunes or even 2048 by 2048 or whatever, as long as it's more than 600 600 by 600 minimum, and I think they go all the way up to 7000 by 7000, which I don't recommend that because that would be a massive file. 
But uh, certainly your 1400 by 1400 or whatever you're using in iTunes currently will work as long as it's at least 600 by 600. Um, so yeah, that that's all you need to know there. Uh, when will podcasts be available in Google Play Music? Well, like I said, it's first going to show up on Android. But here's what they say on their site. Podcasts aren't available to Google Play listeners yet, but you can add a podcast to the Google Play Music Podcast portal now. By adding a podcast before they're available to for listeners, your podcasts can be one of the first available on Google Play Music once podcasts are available to listeners in the coming months. If you add a podcast on the Google Play Music Podcast portal before podcasts are available to listeners, it will be reviewed and processed for publishing. Important, at this time, even if your podcast is labeled as published or live on Google Play Music Podcast portal, it isn't available or visible to any users. You'll be notified before your podcast becomes available on Google Play Music. So go ahead and get it submitted, get it previewed and uh, approved and made live in the portal, and then Google will email you and announce that your podcast is going live in Google Play Music when that does happen. Don't have a time frame on when this will happen, but it's going to happen, and I think it is amazing. Uh, now, will Google Play deliver the our original file that we're putting into our RSS feed? So when somebody submits to a pod, or subscribes to a podcast in iTunes, they're subscribing to our RSS feed. And what happens is that iTunes is literally putting them directly in touch with us personally. Uh, and they pretty much bow out of the out of the way. And whatever file we put into our RSS feed, that's the file our listeners are getting. They're actually getting that file from us, from our media host. However, that's not going to be what happens with Google. Uh, in fact, Google's actually going to pull one copy of our file from our RSS feed, and they're going to put it on their system and then deliver it to their Google Play Music subscribers or or users. Uh, so in essence, they're going to take our file, one version of it, download it, and then deliver it from their servers. Now, they're doing this for reliability reasons. Uh, they want to make sure that the files are consistently available. And we all know that not every podcaster out there has a reliable media host that they're using for their files. And they don't want podcasts in the directory where all of a sudden somebody clicks play and that file just never plays for their for their listeners that they they don't want that poor experience so i get that um it hasn't seemed to be much of a problem for itunes but hey i i get what they're saying what they're doing there now i have heard them say in rob's interview that they will not be splicing the file they will not be injecting ads into our content they're not going to change the content in that way but, and this so far is the only thing I've heard that is really discouraging. They will re-encode the audio file, just like Stitcher does. Now, my experience with every single service that has ever taken the file that we deliver and take, basically, which is a, you know, we, hopefully we're recording our file as a uh, unprocessed lossless format like wave or whatever or AIFF and then in the post-production process we're doing all of our post-production and then we're compressing or shrinking down that file to an mp3 file 
that is via our specifications. Now, I use 128 kilobits per second, and I use a stereo file. And it is, by the way, constant bit rate. Now, I know that's a lot of technical mumbo jumbo, but that's what I do. Anyway, I happen to know that when Stitcher takes my file, which has already been processed, it's already been shrunk, it's already been encoded, they take my already encoded file and then re-encode it again, taking out more valuable quality information about the digital file that originally existed and thus reducing the quality of the file. And not only that, but Stitcher does this ridiculous thing of shrinking it down into this ridiculous bit rate that makes it sound horrible. Now, I'm an audio snob, and so that's the way I feel. But if you're listening to me on Stitcher Radio, you've probably just never knew the fact that you're listening to a subpar, substandard, reduced audio quality version of my show. Um, But if you're listening to me on Stitcher right now, I promise you, my audio actually sounds much better than what you're hearing. (laughs) It's just that you're getting a lower quality version. Now, I don't know when they re-encode it, what they're re-encoding to. We won't know that, I guess, until it happens. But... Anyway, at least the content's going to be out there, and hopefully um, it, it's going to be a high enough quality. Uh, I mean, obviously, they're not going to put out horrible quality MP3 files for this music streaming service, so hopefully they're not going to do that horrible low quality 64 kilobit per second or, or even lower uh, audio files for our podcast. Let's cross our fingers there. All right, and then, of course, how will we get statistics? Now, the cool thing is is that Google, just like Stitcher will, when you sign into the podcast portal, they say that they're going to give you all the statistics. And and they said that they're going to try to do an offer. um, They're going to try to serve us, the podcast producer, the valuable information that we desire. And also, they realize that for many of us, that there's a lot of monetization that goes on and sponsors and, and, and knowing the number of downloads is very vital and important. And so they're, they're going to expand and, and, and try to improve upon what even statistics they're offering to us. So that sounds to me like they're very committed to the podcasting community, the podcast producer community, and, and this is all very exciting stuff. And I would imagine, uh, and I think I even heard it hinted, that um, they'll probably even work with Google and Libsyn, because I'm a Libsyn subscriber, and right now, even though Stitcher is pulling one file and then serving it out off of their servers, Stitcher is passing information back to Libsyn about the downloads of each of my podcasts. And I believe the, the, that Rob and them will over at Lipson will work out the same kind of arrangement with Google. So when you sign into your Lipson stats, your Lipson stats will hopefully eventually also reflect how many downloads you're getting from Google. And when I sign in, for example, when I sign into my stats in Lipson, if you have advanced stats, you can actually see under the technology what apps or what services are being used to download files. And there's a, there's a breakdown for how many downloads per episode of uh, Stitcher iOS and Stitcher Android. And I would imagine that we might even see stats like Google Play Music Android, Google Play Music iOS, Google Play Music Web. I, that, that, those are my assumptions here. I, I don't know those for sure. But anyway, that's the information, my friends. And if you are a podcaster in the United States, go now. Go to podcastanswerman.com slash submit Google. 
And well, my friends, that's going to wrap it up for this week's episode of Podcast Answer Man. I did intend to share with you an interview with my great friend Shane Whaley from Juicing Radio. He's an alumni of Podcasting A to Z. And well, with today's announcement and going it with as much information as I wanted to share about Google Music, I didn't feel like I wanted to push the episode over an hour this week. And also, I decided that I did not want to cut anything out that Shane and I recorded. It's probably going to be two weeks before you get an opportunity to hear this amazing story from Shane Whaley and what he's been up to with his podcasting journey, because next week I've already pre-recorded an interview with my good friend Grant Baldwin, and that one is very time-specific because we're going to be announcing a webinar that Grant and I are going to be doing together, and so next week's episode has to come out next week to make sure that there's plenty of time for you guys to know all about that webinar, but more about that next week. Guys, I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in to Podcast Answer Man. Hey, if you are interested in learning how to podcast in the new year, my next session of podcasting A to Z is going to start on Monday, January 4th. Now, currently, I have not yet updated my site over at podcastingatoz.com, but that is something I'll be doing in the next week or so. I'm currently in the middle of an amazing session of Podcasting A to Z. 29 students got into this final session of this year. Very excited about the world-changing content that is going to be firing up and, and going out into the world in a, in a very powerful way here within the next three weeks. But if you are looking to start a podcast in 2016 and you want to be on the first list of people that I personally reach out to with a special discount offer on the new pricing in 2016, feel free to email me this week at cliff at podcastanswerman.com and say, Cliff, put me on the notification list. All right. Anyway, got to run. Have a great week, everybody. And until next time, I encourage you to take everything you do to the next level. Helping you take everything you do to the next level.